Hello, um, this is just a little voice recording, I want to talk for a little bit, I might pause in certain areas, but I just wanted to generally talk about Trump and, you know, the Republican Party at the moment. Um, so, we've seen over the past couple months, really, um, you know, just Trump, you know, changing positions, I mean, it's, it's, it's terrible, I mean, he's now pro-vaccine more than any other Republican, even Chatterelli was probably, you know, he's a fairly liberal Republican, he's more conservative Chatterelli. I mean, it does make sense. I mean, Trump, in my opinion, was just a Northeastern Republican who got with the program in 2016 and said, I'm anti-abortion. I mean, he has a lot of similar policies. I mean, he's a protectionist. It's a Northern thing. It's not a Southern, it's not a Southern thing. He doesn't want to protect America, per se. He cares about, you know, getting that Northern vote. He's still, you know... I'll be back one second. Now, I want to talk a little bit more about Trump's supporters and just the general attitude of Trump supporters. I mean, Trump supporters are just so loyal. It's like a cult. I mean, I was a Trump supporter for a long time. I supported him over Biden. I criticized a lot of his policies at the time, those being Syria, the mess in Syria. We saw Kurds who fought by American soldiers side by side. You know, good, very, very good people. And he just let them die on the side of the road all for Erdogan. I mean, he just let Erdogan tell him what to do. Trump was rather weak on foreign policy, I mean, besides China. He was pretty strong on China, which I do have to give him credit for. But he wasn't strong enough. He could have recognized the ROC, you know, possibly doesn't have to trade with China. You know, he could actually put some more blocks. You know, some other problems with Trump to me are, um, you know, he, and people wonder why he lost 2020, or, you know, at least I did. I mean, I was originally on the... Oh, you know, it's cheating. But the longer I came to look at, it, I said, "Why did he lose?" Because it's good to understand why someone. So someone said to me, I was talking to a teacher. I said, "Georgia hasn't voted Democrat since 1992 with Bill Clinton, and even then, I think it was only by a couple points." So how did Trump lose Georgia? Um, and they said, "Well, if you just look at what's Georgia, Georgia's becoming, you know, Atlanta, the metro area. It's it's growing." And so I decided I'm going to take a deeper look into this. Um, and what I found was, I mean, you know, just, you know, of course, Metro area grow, and I mean, 2018 barely won. I mean, there was just a great outcry against Trump. I think Republicans, of course, and I see my video um, on the Senate or the governors, I think we can take Georgia back. I really do. I think it does. It's a southern state. I mean, it's conservative in a lot of ways. I think we can win it. But now I want to get back to... Just Trump's policies in general. So Trump had, you know, good foreign policy in some areas, like trade policy, or rather, just saying, of foreign policy. I mean, Israel supporting Israel was not a bad thing, and you know, supporting our friends and allies. But you know, and trying to get out of Germany, I appreciate that. But at the same time, why do you increase the military budget if he wants to, you know, decrease the military's what they're doing? Um, that was always very confusing to me. Um, he wanted to have the bigger military budget and just not use the military in any shape or form. It just felt to me like a waste of money. Um, and, you know, Trump, more than any other president in his first four years, drove up the debt, which I just find, I find it, you know, really incredible how people are like, oh, Trump, you know, cares about, you know, he's a businessman. If he's a businessman, you know, I guess he's he's, he's a good businessman as, you know, the Greeks are. I mean, that's what it feels like. He's a Greek businessman because he's driving us into so much debt. I mean, I, I like Trump over Biden. I'm, I want to I wanna say that. Biden's terrible. He really is bad. But 
let's in 2024 and 2022 not vote for a man who wants to lead, I feel like, America into, you know, a dark age. I mean, cults, polarization, it's just, it's just sad. You know, sorry, I'm, you know, I want to, I'm sorry I was rambling on here, but I, I'm just, I've been in a bad mood about this, a very bad mood. I mean, Trump has just failed to defend what he promised he would defend in 2016. I think that's why he lost in 2020. Um, in 2016, he ran as the anti-establishment candidate. In 2020, he was the establishment candidate. He was the incumbent who had, you know, fought by Mitch McConnell. And of course, Mitch McConnell stabbed him in the back. But Trump should have expected that. If he's so smart as he says, you gotta expect people to betray you. You can't just say, "Oh, this person betrayed me, and this is terrible." I mean, you expect it. You can't do anything for the next six years because he's gonna be in there until 2026. So, Trump, you know, can't do anything. You know, Trump, I don't think Trump should leave the Republican Party for saying no. I think he's just, if he cares about the Republican Party, if he cares about you, he cares about me, he cares about America. What he should do, at least in my opinion, is just endorse candidates. Like, I mean, he could be the next Eisenhower, you know. Eisenhower was, you know, pretty popular president. Of course, Nixon lost, but I mean, Trump's like, a populist Eisenhower way. He's a very popular with his own base. You know, he's got very general wide popularity, at least in his own base. Um, could just endorse people. I mean, in some areas, it's good to not endorse. Like, I think Yunkin in Virginia, he should probably have, I mean, the endorsement probably helped a little. Or, you know, it's debatable how much endorsement I think helped in Virginia. Yunkin ran a masterful campaign. People say Yunkin's, he's too liberal. And I tell them, do you know what state? He's always from Virginia. Um, yeah, I mean he's a compassionate Republican. Here, I divide into three Republicans. We have, you know, the, you know the more conservative Freedom Caucus Republicans. You know, deep South states like you know that vote conservative consistently. Um, we have states like Virginia where we're gonna have compassionate Republicans because you know we still have a conservative base that wants conservatism. You know, not toned down. You know, liberalism. You know, we don't want to, you know, Democrat with an R next to their name. That's not what they want. They don't want a Bill Clinton. They want an actual candidate's going to do something, so they voted in, you know, Glenn Youngkin as their choice. They didn't vote in Amanda Chase because Amanda Chase had no chance of winning, and at least in the delegates. I mean, they knew that, and I appreciate that. Youngkin is a compassionate Republican. He's going to be the Republican that's, you know, some Democratic policies he'll, you know, lean into, but he's going to be generally conservative. He's got the main, he's pretty based on most issues. You know, look at abortion, look at all those issues. He's pretty based. But. We look at some candidates in, you know, Massachusetts. People say, oh, Charlie Baker, he's a liberal. And I say, he's from Massachusetts. What do you want from the guy? I mean, you're not going to get a conservative out of Massachusetts. I mean, if you think you're going to get a conservative out of Massachusetts, you're out of your damned mind, okay? So, where does this lead us? This leads us to the point of Trump supporters attacking, you know, good conservatives like Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz isn't a bad conservative. He's actually one of the top conservatives who's actually fought for conservative ideals. Of course, Cancun was a disaster for him. But I, I really hate how they'll attack Cruz. I mean, if I just because if you look where in 2018, he won 50% of the vote, barely over 50% of the vote. And Beto, Beto, left as he is, won 48% of the vote. What is And he lost, and Ted, Cruz had less votes in 2018. Then he did, and I think he ran in 2014, he had less votes, yeah. He 
won more votes in 2014 than he did in 2018. And why is that? I mean, I think it's because of Trump's supporters. I mean, just generally because Trump's supporters are oh, he's lying Ted. I ain't going to vote for him. And what they're doing is they're hurting the actual conservative cause. I mean, if you care about abortion, you care about, you know, stopping the Alpha Mafia, you care about stopping progressivism, we have to come together as a party. And I mean, I, I think Trump just either doesn't understand that or he is deliberately trying to destroy conservatism. And it wouldn't be beyond me because he's been a Democrat, he's been a reform candidate, he's been a Republican, he's been an independent. I don't know. Trump was good in office in some issues, sure. But he shouldn't be doing what he is doing now. It's just it's maddening to me. It's maddening. So I took down a video a long time ago supporting, you know, I took it down. I said vote Trump 2020 um, back a while ago. Took it down. I just, I, I felt, you know, personally, you know, I just want to, you know, at the time I wanted to, I was not sure of the direction of the channel. And, you know, it was kind of losing, you know, some people didn't like it. I mean, I probably should have left it. And I probably will put it back. Um, but that's beside the point. The point is. I'm really, really disappointed in Trump. Just, you know, I'm angry, and I I can't articulate my thoughts all that well, just because I'm so, so disheartened. By the way, Trump has treated not only the Republican Party, but his own supporters. You know, his supporters who supported him on him being. You know, for them, you know, his, you know, they helped Trump. Trump helped them, and now Trump's attacking the people who are not vaccinated, saying, "Well, they have a right," but the, you know, paraphrasing, but you know, they're not, you know, the smartest folks. You know, it's just terrible. It's just terrible, and that's how it feels. It feels like Trump's attacking me and you. Um. And I hope in 2022 we get out candidates like Nancy Mace. Nancy Mace is a horrible candidate, but look where she came from. She came from the Trump wing of the party. She didn't come from the liberal wing of the party. She came from the Trump wing. Um, so Trump candidates, people say, oh, they're great. Trump candidates are opportunists. They're opportunists. They're not real good conservatives. Um, it's, and it's, and it's very, very sad. And honestly, month ago, I was very supportive of our president, former President Trump. But it's just, by the day, it's getting harder and harder to support him. And I don't know if this is the same case for you. And if you, I would like you to leave a comment if this has, you know, been, you know, something you've experienced. Just this disheartening attack on us. Um, it's just, it's, you know... I can't explain my feelings. It's, you know, it's sadness. It's just, we have the Democrats working against us. We have Republicans, rhinos, who are working against us. And we have Trump, who, in all by means, is also a rhino working against us. I mean, it's just, who's standing by me? Who's standing by you? It's it's concerning. It's very, very concerning. Um, and I know this isn't exactly, and I'm rambling, um, a conservative, like, channel, we just post gaming videos, but I, 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 I can't stand by this, I, I, I just can't.
I had to say something. I might keep talking for a few minutes. I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of getting, you know, sad. I mean, I'm concerned. And if Republicans take back the House and the Senate, I mean, that's wonderful. I mean, it's great. But I'm concerned about 2024. I'm concerned about 2026. I'm concerned about the future. It's not just all about 2022. It's about the years beyond. I'm only 15. I know my future, you know, is... You know, it's not set in stone, and I mean, you know, part of, you know, you know, of course, likes flexibility, everyone loves, you know, flexibility, but, you know, it's concerning when, you know, it isn't safe that America will be the most prosperous, most wonderful, most great country on this God-given earth. Um, and the people you support, I mean, of course, I, I'm not voting, you might, and that's true, I'm not voting, but... It's just, it's, it's, you know, I don't know what to say. I mean, beyond, I just hope you, if you're older than me, I know a lot of my audiences, if you look at my, you know, statistics is a lot older than me. You know, I have very few 13 to 17 year olds. And surprisingly, that's not my smallest demographic. I have more 60, you know, 60, you know, people, you know, older than 65 watching. I mean, thank you guys for watching, by the way. Um, and listening, and supporting me for this long time, but just, you know, think about your children, think about your grandchildren, think about where you want to be, think about your country, do you want your country to be, you know, despotic, you know, anti-American, I mean, or American in the sense of Northeastern Rockefeller Republicanism, I mean, that's just liberalism and really is old liberalism just in a, you know, Republican next to the name. Um, I hope that in 2022, Trump candidates who actually support America, I mean, Trump back candidates, some of them are good, some of them are just below average. Like, Trump not supporting J.D. Vance, and J.D. Vance is a great conservative. I mean, I guess, I guess he's too good of a conservative for Trump. Um, and that's and it's, it's, it's sad that we're not supporting him. I mean, I would I would tell you go support J D Vance, and I I mean I, I'm going to probably um, get along. You know, support support a man who will support you and I, and you know, serve in Ohio better than Rob Portman ever could. And maybe we can take even back from I forgot his name, the other the Democratic senator from Ohio, um, Sherrod Brown. Hopefully, we can take that back soon as well. Um, all in all, though, I just want to say. I love you guys. Um, hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. And I am filming this about 9.28. It's not that late, but it's a school day. I can't, you know, talk about this all night. And I'm probably going to do more little podcasting like this. Because, I mean, I I need to get my thoughts out there. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm saddened. I'm very, very saddened. Um, and I hope you've enjoyed, you know, listening. You know, if you care about my thoughts or not. I, I, I don't know. You know, you know. Here's the deal. I'm concerned. A lot. I mean, a lot of it is selfish. I'm concerned for myself, but I'm also concerned for generations to come. What they're going to have to go through. I mean, do we want to live through a world that just says "believe all women"? You know, a world that just says pronouns are real. That you know, you're you know something that you're not. You're not a demon. You're not a dog. You're not a cat. You're a human being. I mean. 
the craziness in this world and the fact that we have our own party working against us, our own leaders working against us, our own freedom fighters betraying us. Who stands by for you and for me? God bless you. God bless America. And good night.